Welcome to the Fitness Tech Podcast, show number 16 for February 4th, 2011. Uh, we are here on a Friday night. I'm here with my two best running and training partners, uh, Jamie Eichmeyer. Jamie's a trainer at Gallup. Jamie, how are you doing this evening? I'm great. How are you doing, Jim? I'm doing well. You know, we missed a couple days of training this week. It's been very snowy, and I think it's been probably snowy, rainy, or icy across the country, and folks maybe got a little shut in. Uh, the weather has broken here in Omaha, and hopefully some folks can get outside and run. What, uh, what are you doing this weekend from a workout perspective? I'm going to run six miles and then uh, tomorrow, and then Sunday, I'll probably elliptical it. Change it yeah. up. Yep, change it mm-hmm. up a little bit. Did you yeah. uh, you able to work out at home on the snow days? Oh, of course. Yeah, very good. I did an hour and a half on elliptical on Tuesday, and then on Wednesday I ran four miles. Excellent. Now you have an elliptical and a tr- and a um, treadmill. Yes. At both. Home? That's nice. I got elliptical for Christmas. What would you do if you didn't? I mean, what kind of? So you're snowed in. The kids are home. If not, I would um, pull up workout videos on free tv off of the dvr oh all right mm-hmm. okay. and i imagine youtube would probably even have some of those yes they would too videos as well mm-hmm. so good so there's some things you can do even on snow days i know you know like the boston area and new york and some of those areas on the east coast just got slammed um they, oh, exactly. they've got tons of snow but even though it's even though it's cold outside, you, there's some things you can do inside, right? I mean, you can you can employ some high-tech solutions like YouTube, right? Bring it up on your computer. Right. Exactly. Walk through that. So good. Well, also with us tonight, and uh, and Carrie, you're no longer like the special guest anymore. You're just kind of <laughs> you're just like you're you're just a like regular Dr. part Carrie. of the podcast. And, uh, oh yeah. Carrie is joining us tonight. We're going to talk some more uh, nutrition. And it's always great to have the two of you on here because you're both such good nutrition experts. So I uh, appreciate that. Carrie, how's your, uh, how's your week of training going? It's excellent. I've, uh, I've got a half marathon scheduled tomorrow just to practice run with my running partner, Casey. So, but I ran 11 last Sunday and then the 10 K, the, the underground, uh, yeah, Groundhog, Groundhog Jog last talk Sunday. Talk about that here in just a sec. Yeah. Yeah, I've logged a lot of miles this week, and a lot on the bike, and a lot in the pool for the the triathlon that's coming up. So I've yeah, I've been kind of busy, but yeah. I feel good. I feel really good. I'm rested. Good. Are you doing the July triathlon? I no, I'm doing um, May. I'm doing the sprint try, the Omaha Women's Sprint try, um, okay. and then I'm doing a half Ironman in Iowa in August. Cool. Yeah. So. Excellent. Yeah. Good job, ladies. Well, I, of course, I'm Jim, and uh, we're broadcasting from the uh, studios here in uh, the Average Guy Studios. That's what I'm calling the basement now, the Average Guy Studios. <laughs> nice. Right. Here in like sunny, sunny Omaha, Nebraska. <laughs> yeah, you guys can see what's behind me. It's not real pretty. I'll, I'll never show that. I need to I have to get a curtain or something that, that I put up there. But, uh, you know, I was telling um, Carrie, I was telling Jamie, I had a 106-mile month in January. So that, uh, that worked out real well for me. And I think it just climbs from here as we prepare to get ready for the, the Omaha Marathon. So, you know, uh, Jamie, uh, think back three years ago, uh, uh-huh. I couldn't run two miles. No way. Yeah, I mean, remember, I mean, think about it. So th- three miles I started, I was barely coming to the fitness center. I was barely working out. I was 245 pounds. Um, you know, since then I've lost 30 to 35. I've, you know, ah. run three marathons. I mean, so as we talk about our training, I just don't want folks to get discouraged and somehow think they can never get there. I mean, three years ago, I wasn't there. 
and, um, and and certainly if you take it slow, I mean, I've been fairly relatively injury free because I've taken just a little bit at a time and exactly. I've not done overdone it. So um, if you're listening to us talk about all these things we're getting ready for. Uh, and you're not there, that's okay. Uh, you need to just kind of take your time, do what, uh, do what you can do, right? I mean, there's you, walking, some weightlifting, light exactly. weights, right? Do what interests you. Um, jump on the elliptical or the bike, go swimming, just change it up. Keep your activities um, different and don't do the same thing. If you're on the treadmill and you only have a treadmill, you could do intervals, walking at an incline, um, pick up the speed, lower the speed. So keep it varied. Hey, you know and, this. And you oh, know my, you know my favorite thing, right? You know my favorite interval training, right? No, say it. Tabata. Oh yeah. Uh. Uh, we could do. We could. I literally, I could spend an entire hour just talking yeah. about Tabata. It's, beautiful lots of different things you can do you know this week i uh we have a treadmill that declines at gallop and yep. so i i de decline the treadmill and and that makes you really feel like a stud i'll be honest with you you could crank that speed up and just run like mad forever <laughs> it's awesome so that was uh, this week i took a little break although that works a little different set of muscles right so oh, it, definitely run an incline versus run a decline and you can just you can go after it. So it felt, it felt good. Well, let me get some housekeeping out of the way. Um, if you want to contact the show, uh, the best way to do that podcast at theaverageguy.tv. Um, that email will come to me. And if it's you have questions for the gals, I will get that to them. You can follow me on Twitter. It's just Jay Collison on Twitter. Twitter.com forward slash Jay Collison will get you there as well. Uh, one of the new features I added to the site this week, if you go out to theaverageguy.tv under the podcasts, which are in the right-hand column, I added a new podcast notification. So if you want to know when the podcasts come out, because honestly, guys, we've had a crazy podcast schedule, right? We try and do Mondays, and we released one last Saturday and such, right? It's a crazy <laughs> schedule. If you want to get an email when those podcasts come out, click that new podcast notification, follow the, the, uh, the podcast, and you'll get notified every time I post a new one out there, so that's a great way to do it. Um, last night we recorded the home server show, and Dave uh, caught me talking about RunKeeper. Uh, at the end of the show, he made kind of a little short out of it because they were making fun of me for tweeting all my runs all the time. Uh, <laughs> but I love it; it keeps you honest. It I really does. On you. Yeah. It really does. And you know, the the running community uh, kind of. They keep me accountable, and I'll be honest with you. I want us. I want those tweets to go out there, right? I mean, that's one of the advantages to using a tool, a technology tool like RunKeeper, is that it automatically posts to Twitter, and folks can uh, like that or make comments about it. And we we keep each other accountable that way. So RunKeeper um, actually made a decision to continue to make their pro version free. Uh, it was free for the month of January, and they said we're going to make it free. I don't know if it's indefinitely, but it's for a while. So if you didn't take advantage of the RunKeeper deal, they're both on the iPhone and the Android platform. You might want to download, go out to the uh, marketplace for either one of those phones, download it, give it a try. The pro version is free, so you'll lose nothing in the deal, um, and it's a great way to fit, track your fitness and running. I was mentioning earlier, 106 miles for the for the month. I only could track that because I've been tracking it on RunKeeper. So um, uh, go out and uh, and give that a try. Okay, let's talk a little bit about Sunday. Carrie, you and I woke up at some ridiculous time in the morning yeah. and made our way down to Kansas City. I, I, um, I think it was a 5 o'clock departure from my house, and we got there yeah. about 8. Yeah. Um, a great run. Uh, you had mentioned I don't think it <laughs> went as well. I don't think it went as well for either one of us as we were hoping. But we sure no. had a good time down there, right? We did. You know, that was a fun day. Um, 
that was a I literally went through a full evolution of I'm not running because I shouldn't I'm injured and then okay I'll just do the 5k okay I'll do the 10k but I'll just do the first loop okay I'll do the full 10k but well, I'm gonna at run at point, an easy pace you said to me don't let me run the full thing okay I did. I'm gonna I run was... don't let me run it and then you're like I'm gonna run it I'm like well, what am I supposed to do not let you run it <laughs> run it <laughs> And well, then you and ran then away I, from me. I couldn't I even did. stop you. I did. We got to like two miles and I was like, I got to go, man. I just got to go. But it wasn't It wasn't nearly what I wanted it to be from a pace standpoint. But I was thrilled my body gave me as much as it did because I had everything working against me that day. So I was I was pleased with – it was a good training run. It, I'll take it. But, um, you know, it – it was what it was. it was. I'm glad we went. It was good. We got some great um, we got some great video from down there. And so if you go out to the site, theaverageguy.tv, um, we shot some in and look for the post. Look for the groundhog post. You can just type that in the search box. Um, we shot some video that's on YouTube uh, of the race of the 5K race starting. That's such a unique race because it's all indoors or it's in this cave and they kind of funnel about. I think it was uh, about a two thousand. No, maybe that's about fifteen hundred or so runners into this you know, shoot that they run in, right? I mean, you're running like in a big old hallway. Yeah. And, and it's 65 degrees. And oh, for God's sakes, it's been so cold here lately. That was, oh, that was it beautiful. was awesome. So if you, if you haven't, if you want to kind of see what it looks like, I shot some video of the race starting. I tried to shoot some video of the race ending and for whatever reason it didn't come out. So, um, and then, uh, some interview with Carrie and Dan as we were on our way in an interview on the way out, as well as I think the best 12 minutes of podcasting I've ever done as we, <laughs> we, as we chronicle <laughs> Carrie's waffling. <laughs> we did that. You kept like literally the full the full scope of my like my going back and forth between I'm not doing it to like okay well I did it yes and even even my impressions of the wardrobe on the day and and my own wardrobe situation it was uh it was quite a revealing podcast for for me yeah. so people will know me a lot better after it's that. just hilarious I laughed I must have listened to it I don't know ten times when I was putting it together and I laughed every single time uh, I put it together it was just hilarious so if you haven't heard it yet now if you're listening to it recorded. Um, I put the newest version of the podcast out on the front page to listen to. This podcast will have already replaced that. So again, you'll need to go up to search, type in Groundhog. It'll bring up those posts and go to the bottom of it and the recorded versions down there. Um, if you have trouble finding that or, or you have trouble downloading it, give me an email, podcast at theaverageguy.tv. Um, Jamie, uh, it would have been great to have you go down with us. That would have been nice to go down. I would have loved that. Yeah, we'll have to it figure out. It was a good time. It was we'll a, it was fun. We'll have to do that next next time. And if you're in the Kansas City area, uh, Omaha, Wichita, even St. Louis, it's I think it's worth the the three or four hour drive down there uh, to to do that race. It's just a real fun race, and it kind of kicks off. We've all talked about this. It kind of kicks off the year right, right? It's the kind of the very first mm -hmm. race of the season. Yeah. Um, for us, and so that was good. Check out all that. Um, check out I all that material that we did. Say that again. To offer. I love yeah. Kansas City. It it is, and it's easy to get to. It's just just south of uh, Worlds of Fun, so right, it's right. easy to get to. Um, mm -hmm. So speaking of events, we got a couple events coming up over the next uh, month and a half or two. Um, the first one we've talked about before, Trek Up the Tower, which is coming up on February twenty sixth, and I think we're all right. We're all getting ready for that, right? Yes, Terry. <laughs> I I'm gonna remain silent. I didn't sign oh. up for it this oh, year. I didn't. I'm I'm training for it, but that sucker closed quick. It I mean, did. that really it's filled really up. Fast. 
It's very so, competitive, and um, and so that's forty four flights, right, from the bottom. Forty. Uh huh. Forty flights, bottom to top. They give you a little timer. Um, you're in a big crowded um, stairwell racing with other people up these. It's kind of crazy, but it's yeah. it's growing in popularity here in the Omaha area, and it sells out very very quickly, doesn't it? They increased it by two hundred this year, so I think uh-huh. they took eight hundred applicants. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so it'll be all morning. One of the things, um, we're taking the, the podcasting machine, as I've been calling it, we're, like we did at the Groundhog, and I'll be doing interviews. Jim will be live. Yeah, we'll be, we'll be doing some live stuff. I'm hoping to have my tripod all set up by that time, then I can do live video, as well as we'll awesome. be doing some live audio. So you'll want to come right here, if you're listening to us live right now, uh, theaverageguy.tv slash live. Um, I'll be tweeting out. That's why it's important to follow me on Twitter. Um, so you know when I'm going live and such. And uh, if you want to watch us do that, I'll be uh, taking some shots of it, showing what it looks like. I might even take the camera up the stairs. You should. Yeah. So, do it. Yeah. Do it. So I know. Isn't Ryan, is he still wearing the helmet cam? He still is. Okay. Yes. But he won't be live and I will. And <laughs> <So. laughs> I'll only take cool. six minutes. So. Yeah, well, you know what happened? I ran up the stairs in the Sahara in Vegas, and the the um, stairs cut out the live feed because I couldn't get the right connection. Oh. So, but I'll probably I probably won't be able to do that live, but I will record it and then later post that live for folks to see. So That'd be cool. that's coming up as well. We want to do another sh- uh, shout out, uh, so to speak, to a kind of a brand new race that's happening here in Nebraska. So if you live in the Omaha metro or around this area, there's a brand new race out in in Neely. Uh, Nebraska called, and I just love the name of this. So it's the first annual Frozen Burrito Race. Now, I don't, Frozen Burrito, probably because it's March 6th in Nebraska, right? It's probably going to be kind of cold. Well, you know, I'll, be, I'll be honest, Jim. I don't, the fact that it's just about burritos really <laughs> just does it for me. So I don't care what the reason is. I'm, I heard burrito and then that's all I had to hear. You're like, so. You're I'm in. there. Well, and the I've funny thing is, um, Oh, never mind. That's O'Neill. Oh. But they're known for their St. Patty's Day. Yeah. Thing. And the leprechaun chase is right behind that. We'll talk about that yes. as we get closer. Oh, but- the leprechaun chase. Jamie, you got to get in on that. The women get a five-minute, 30-second head start on the boys. Yeah. That'd be- and and the kicker. Here's the kicker, though. If a woman wins, the women drink free all night. It's a Saturday race, which, you know, You're is really weird for no, if a woman wins, and last year a woman did win by about 30 seconds, if the men win, then the men get to drink free all night. So we're really, we're, the Mud Mafia is going to be there. We're, we're going to really shoot for a good showing, and, and uh, hopefully between us and Team Nebraska, we'll, we'll beat out the men so we can drink free all night. And yeah. Carrie, will you be first? I would uh, really doubt that that's going to be the case. <laughs> I will be up oh, boy, did you hear the competition in, in, the, in her voice there? I'll be up there. Don't get me wrong. I'll be up there, but I, yeah. Well, speaking of Mud Mafia, we want them to represent as well at the uh, the Frozen Burrito. It's uh, four, about four and a half or so, 4.25 between it's that trail and half. running. It yeah. is trail running. It's got some questionable spots, which is dynamite for the Mud Mafia. We like questionable spots on the race. no water. It's, it's hardcore. There's That's no right. water stops there's no it's just you just go and if you get lost you know what find your way back yes right smell the burritos just it's just our kind of race uh starts starts at 9 a.m we've got some information about it if you just um if you you can google you know uh, first annual frozen burrito race nebraska if you want to you find it if you want to find it on the mud mafia page on facebook we've got a link to it 
um, there as well. We've actually created an event, so it'll it'll prompt you as you get closer to it. That does close on February 27th, so um, get out there and get signed up for that. I'm going to get that done this weekend. It's just 25 bucks. It's a great deal. All the proceeds go to the track. Um, their track is in disrepair. They're actually where the kids run, like in the high school. Their high school uh-huh. track is in disrepair, and they're trying to get it fixed. So great cause, good stuff. Get out there. Brand new race. You can say you ran it from the very first one if you show up uh, for this one there in Neely, Nebraska. So get out there and do that. Okay. Uh, Carrie, you threw a blog over to me uh, earlier in the week, um, which was very intriguing to me. Uh, written uh, from a guy who does uh, kind of ultra distance, ultra marathon, ultra racing, c- the crazy stuff, right? I mean, the yeah. insane, anything over, in my mind, anything over 50 is crazy. To those guys, I think anything over 100 or 150 or where people are throwing things at you or, <laughs> or maybe trying to stab you or, or something like that. Bullets involved, yeah. There's bullets yeah. involved. Um, anyways, and and the the premise of this blog, uh, um, so Jason and I'm I'm a mess. Jason, I'm going to mess up your last name for sure. But Carrie, why don't you pronounce his last name for me? I, I believe it's Jacksetic. Oh, I believe very, that that's very good. how you pronounce okay. it. So I'm, I'm J- going completely off of just spelling. So if it's phonetic, I'm I'm all set. We're all we're good. But Jason's training for an ultra, and he's kind of gone old school. Uh, Rocky Four, right? So he's, we're, we're gonna we're gonna post the we'll post the link to this in the show notes, and and Jamie, I will pop it into um, Skype for you, so you can if you want to go over there and take a look at it. But so Jason is out, and and I always remember you know uh, Rocky Four in the snow running, you know, uh, doing sit ups off the rafters, and you know chopping wood. Uh, he's literally doing this, right, Carrie? Yeah, he's uh, he's in Vermont, and there's a barn out there that he's living in, and he's moving snow and doing Bikram yoga and and climbing mountains and snowshoeing. He's doing a hundred mile snowshoe race, and I believe he literally just started that a few weeks ago, really? uh, training for that. So yeah, it's it's a great. I mean, for endurance athletes like us who are you know we're we're in it, but we're in it for certain distances. When you meet and you hear about people that take it to that next level, it's always incredibly impressive because they're they're completely pushing the limitations of what even us as athletes that run fair distances you know believe is possible. So it's it's just really cool to meet people like that. And he's he's got some really great stuff on his blog, and and uh, it's it's something worth checking out for sure. And he's. He's doing it. It's called the death race. I, I believe that you have to actually sign a death waiver. And oh. the, the URL to the oh. website, something like you could die.com. I don't know. It's something yeah, like that. It's something but crazy. It's like 48 hours of, of mayhem. And, and, and it's uh, it's really it's really interesting to hear about because those are things that we just don't, you know, in our in our little safe marathon half marathon triathlon distances. We just don't we don't no, get into that space. No. So it's, it's a it's long time cool. to be moving. Um, yeah. So his 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 um the, his site is Jason and his last name is spelled J A K S E T I C dot blogspot dot com. So you can ch- go check that out. You know the thing I found intriguing about it, guys, it honestly is um, our fitness has become so tech driven. Kind of the reason I started this you know fitness tech podcast because uh, technology has so invaded the fitness space and and Jason's really kind of going at this from a non tech perspective i mean he's he's grunting it out he's good he's just getting outside he's doing things that keep him active he's doing it all day maybe in harsh conditions so 
I, I don't think so. Let's translate this to the average guy, right? I, you know, I don't think you got to go bundle up in sub-zero temperatures and go run for, you know, 15 hours in a shot. But today it got to 34. You could put a coat on. You go walk outside, right? Yeah. It yeah. was really nice out, actually. Yeah. And, and so, you know, I, I, I sense a lot of folks sometimes struggling and think, oh, I can't exercise. It's cold outside. Well, put a jacket on, throw some gloves, walk, <laughs> but just, it's, put you know, on a coat. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. not that hard. It doesn't have to be that hard. No, your well, body warms up. Well, and, and okay. So let's put this in perspective. He's doing a hundred miles of a snowshoe race and he will have had 35 days of snowshoe experience. Yeah. So let's just, let's just be real right now. That's, no. Now let's That's just amazing. say, yeah. Well, but let's say, Carrie, Jason's maybe a little crazy, right? I mean, he's. I mean, you, you have to be right. I mean, you no, got you know it's what? a different I, I mindset to run these kinds of things, right? I, I think it's about like finding and pushing your physical limitations. Yeah, truly, because I. I mean, obviously, he didn't start in that right. space, right? And and I don't think a lot of people necessarily get to the place where he's at, but I think there's just you get to a place where the threshold of, of possibility doesn't really exist anymore. And so you've got to find that next level of a challenge and you know what it's same, you know, in a different yeah. scale, me pursuing a triathlon, I, right. I can swim. I'm not going to drown, but I'm not a great stroke swimmer, but I'm super competitive. So that mentally really drains on me. I want to be able to go to these events and compete. And that's part of what I'm trying to get to. So this is a different level of that same type of mentality. You know, what, what can my body withstand so let's yeah. let's go get after it for a while and find out well and there's a huge mental aspect to this and and you know I, I, we talk to folks all the time jamie you and i talk to folks all the time in the fitness center who when we say hey you're gonna run corporate cup it's just a 10k right six six point two miles it mm -hmm. takes most people an hour um exactly. it's 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 difficult right but it's it's um in, in the scope of something like this it's it's, it's not that difficult and and but mentally they think, oh, I could never run 6.2 until they've run 6.2. And this was what happened to me. So then I ran 6.2. And somebody said, hey, have you ever thought about running a half marathon, right? Oh, okay. And then you, you start mentally thinking, I don't know if I can get that far. And you conquer one you conquer one thing after another. Now, I'm stuck at that three-hour mark on the marathon, right? And I've got to learn how to mentally – I don't think it's a physical deal at this point. I think it's a real mental challenge. And, mm -hmm. and Carrie, well, you, you're honest, into this. There's a nutritional component there, too. Let's yeah, there probably is. There. We'll talk a little bit about <laughs> we'll talk that. About I'm just, I'm just going to throw it out there. The <laughs> hard-boiled eggs, the, the Burger King, we'll get there. But oh, I that, can do Burger King on Sunday. The hard-boiled no, eggs were natural. No, well, you shouldn't. You ran <laughs> The week before, we'll, we'll, we'll get there. We'll talk about it. Okay. Yeah. So anyways, uh, uh, check out Jason's blog. Very, very interesting and, and very inspiring in a lot of ways. You know, I wanted to go outside and, you know, throw some boots on and then just start traipsing through the woods. Don't lie. You you turned on Rocky. You had I did. <laughs> I've been you singing that song. in your family room. Yes, you were. I was. I went out in the garage and grabbed the rafters and just started That's doing pull-ups. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say that in the basement, the rafters. I know. I was pretty pumped. I'll, I'll, I'll admit. And I I've been singing, honestly, I've been singing that song from, from Rocky for um, all week. So, Jason, well, good work. There's that part the, where he's like, no pain. And I have a runner on the team whose nickname is Novocaine for right. no pain because she just, she's an animal. I mean, she nothing hurts her. And uh, so she was laughing about that, too. She sent me a message. She's like, I watched that video. And all I could think was like, no pain, Novocaine. Just, there's a lot of relativity there. I think whatever nice. your level of whether it's whether it's working out, whether it's training, whether it's training for events, I think 
it helps bring into perspective that you can push past what you think is physically possible. And that's different for everybody. It means something different for you, Jim, than it does for me, than it does for Jamie, than it does for somebody listening to us. But it's, it's a testament to making yourself step outside your comfort zone and really explore what's possible. Because I think when you do that, you start to become surprised with, with what your physical body can accomplish when you, when you decide and you have to, you have to decide this is what I'm going to do and you have to do it. Jason says in his blog, um, he says, uh, but doesn't Rocky teach us to pull for the underdog? Um, and, and I think we're always the underdog going into these events, and 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 we need to, you know, we need to show we can, even in the in the, uh, even though the odds are against us, finishing a marathon, finishing a half, running a 10k, whatever it might be, right, losing 10 pounds, you're the underdog in that, and and it takes some determination and 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 effort to get to that spot. So we're all rooting for you. Everybody wants to see that happen, and uh, we're we're rooting for the underdog to get you know, whatever that is you're trying to accomplish to accomplish. So Jason, good luck on your, uh, on what you're doing here with, with all these, um, you know, a hundred miles just seems crazy. Maybe someday. We'll uh, have to check in with him and see, yeah. see how those events go and see that'd if, be, uh, that'd be great. And I, you know, it'd, it'd be great to talk to him a little bit too, and just kind of see what, how he approaches that, you know, from, from a training standpoint. So anyways, mm-hmm. great, great blog post and, and for us training for things. And I think it applies to anybody training at any distance. It's, yeah, I was going to say, um, set some short-term goals, like three months out, you know, I want to run two miles within three months if you're just starting out or, you know, do a 5K or do a 10K and start working on those short-term goals. And once you achieve them, then you will build more confidence and your mental game will be there and you can go do bigger and better things. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So good stuff. Very inspiring. Um, uh, speaking of inspiring and maybe not so inspiring has been my diet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jim. Yeah. Well, I've been it's, waiting okay. to hear those words. So, so you know, it's not that bad, but it could be a lot better. And and Carrie, you've been you've been kind of dogging me. And Jamie, you know, you've been working with me and been real patient with it. You know, I'm a bigger guy, about two fifteen. I'm six foot two fifteen. I could probably drop twenty or twenty five more. I've done a couple marathons. I've made it. It hasn't been stellar, but but I've got there. Of course, the goal for Lincoln is to cut that to a sub four, and and I've got to get some better. I've got to fine tune my nutrition even better than I have it now. You uh, Carrie, you just posted on your blog, right? So Carrie A eighty one at blogspot.com. Did did we get you a URL yet that's shorter than Carrie? We did. Okay, we so did. tomorrow it's, we're gonna fix that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Tomorrow yeah. when I'm over there, we're gonna fix that. So, but yeah. for now, Carrie eighty one dot blogspot.com. Um, and and you posted a uh, article about fast facts about fast food. Yeah. Why don't you take us through that a little bit? And Jamie, I'm going to kind of step back a little bit because you guys are going to lecture me at this point. <laughs> right? right? This, you are. Okay. And I'm going to listen. Okay. Uh, Carrie, get us started. What, uh, tell us a little bit about the post and then and some of the tidbits of good stuff that's inside it. Okay. So I get asked questions all the time. I'm bombarded with questions about food, especially the food, the nutrition part. And I work with a lot of people on their nutrition specifically. And one of the things I get asked is, or told, I get told this, I shouldn't say I'm asked this. I get told, I can't eat that way because I'm busy and I have kids and I have a family and I can't cook every night and I can't be at the store every day. And I I have to get fast food sometimes. It's just, it's the reality that I live inside of. So I don't know what you want me to do about that. 
So there's a couple things that the blog addresses. And I, I had a previous blog post that talked about the glycemic index. And we're not going to get too far into that because we don't need to become all scientific. But if you read it, it really walks through the importance of, of understanding your body's glycemic response and how insulin and sugar and healthy fats and, and unhealthy fats and carbohydrates bind with your muscle tissue. And also when you're out and you're in these scenarios where you're, you're choosing to eat on the run and you're not preparing that food, what options are available to you and how you can navigate those waters and still maintain some semblance of health. Um, I do get after McDonald's a little bit. I do give them a hard time, but I'll be honest, they, they're doing a lot of things now to try to bring themselves into a space where they can offer some really healthy alternatives to, to what they have on their menu. That's in the bad dark spaces that, that you don't want to, you don't want to pursue the super sizing, the portion sizes. There's so many things that you want to avoid when you get into that space. So, um, those two things are really what I confront. There's a lot of reasons why you want to avoid eating fast food altogether. And a lot of those reasons are obvious. We all know about the high calories, the density of the food. I mean, literally, if you get a supersized meal at a McDonald's, you'd have to eat twice as much spaghetti and salad from a, a weight standpoint to even get to the same place. The density of that food is just, it's its pretty intense. And, and the fat content there, the calories that are there, um, the unrealistic portion size is comparable to what our body needs to function. Um, there's just a lot of disparities there that, that you should be aware of. So, and Carrie, you say that some fast food combinations can provide almost 100% of adults' recommended daily caloric intake. This is true. In just one meal. In one meal, you guys. And, and easily. What, what you want to think about, and, and the best way that I can present this so that it's visually understandable, is imagine a bucket. And the five liters or so of blood that you have in your body is in that bucket. Whenever you eat, you're filling that bucket with those calories. And if you add things that are high in fat or you add things that have a higher glycemic response, which means things that are going to spike your insulin very quickly, that bucket's going to overflow. Anything that overflows that bucket, the fat in your body, those fat stores are going to grab onto it and convert it into fat. I don't care if it's broccoli or if it's a lean protein, if it's a healthy fat, if it's overflowing that bucket and it's in excess of what your muscle fibers can absorb at that time, it's going to become fat. And if, say, you eat a really high glycemic um, index breakfast, and for lunch you eat just a salad, in a lot of cases, you're, you're still over that bucket anyway. It's not going to matter. So your body can't keep up with that, that level and that amount of, of fat and, and of just, of, you know, calories and excess that you're consuming at, 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 at any given time. So really what it talks about is, is being mindful of what you're putting in your system. And a lot of times we don't think about it. You know, you go and you, you make something and you don't realize that as you're eating it, you're setting off the digestive process in your body and that there's implications of that, the combinations of food that you're eating, the types of food that you're eating. So having lower glycemic indexed food items. Um, and, and if you think about it in terms of zero to a hundred, a hundred is bad. And a hundred would be things like white breads, um, sugar, anything that's refined, um, any kind of white pastas, white starchy potatoes on the other side of the spectrum, you've got things like, um, like green vegetables, salads, broccolis, cauliflowers, carrots, sweet potatoes, things along that line. So anything under 55 is really where you want to stay. What that does when you eat those, those foods with a lower glycemic index is give your muscle tissues a chance 
to absorb that food and convert it into energy. So you really want to be mindful of that. And, and that's one part of it. And that's really kind of the more scientific, not as fun piece. The fun piece is, is okay, I can still go out and eat fast food and find selections that are still really good. You guys know me. I, I, I don't like food that tastes like rabbit food. I don't like salad. I don't like it. I like delicious food. I like hearty food. I eat a lot and I eat several times a day. So you can do it in a way that makes sense for you and that tastes good, but it doesn't have to be something that completely derails your plan or that takes you out of a zone where your body's operating at its its best capacity. So, uh, Carrie, all right, so let's talk about me for a second because we're about – we're, you and I are about to embark on a series uh, over the next 12 weeks where we, we're going to shoot some video of you doing, of, of creating some of these meals that you create and, and, and eating clean. So we're, I'm going to come over to your house. We're going to shoot some video. You're going to cook. We're going to talk. You're going to teach me how to do this better. But, okay, let's just say I'm at McDonald's or I'm at Burger King, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and I can't I, – I, I necessarily can't say no at that point. I need to grab sure. some calories. What and, and Jamie, you, you know, chime in here a little bit. I mean, what are my options? I mean, what are, what can I do that's reasonable? Um, sure. That's that's not going to do that to me because it seems like everything's made on white bread. Everything's fried. Everything is, you know. And I think I think most Americans know this, right? I mean, I think sure. they know fast food is bad. How do they make the right choices when they're when they're confronted with that? Well, here even even from a portion size standpoint. So the portion size is at fast food restaurants has drastically increased over the past 25 years. The normal amount of food that an adult should be consuming at a meal is what's comprised in a kid's meal today. So first thing, if you're going to get a cheeseburger or you're going to get French fries, get a kid's meal because that's the right amount of food for you to be consuming. It's, it's not healthy. It's not good for you from a, a quality standpoint, but it's at least the right portion size. And the best advice I can give people too is any of these places are going to have salads. What salad does when you eat something like roughage like that, if you eat salad, broccoli, carrots, something along those lines, it slows down your body's digestive process and it buys you time. So even if you have to eat something like white bread or, or really um, fatty protein source. It buys your body time so your muscles have a fighting chance at absorbing those calories. Something like white bread's going to spike your glucose levels in about 30 seconds. Broccoli is going to take 30 minutes. So that buys your muscles all that time to consume that and convert that to energy versus your fat stores taking that up because it's immediately in excess of what your muscles can consume because it's just not realistic. They can't take on all of that at one time. They can take on a lot but they can't take that on at one time. So it immediately becomes becomes fat. And you might even sure. experience a, a euphoric sensation initially because you get so much energy so quickly, but you're also going to have an equally um, difficult crash because your body's going to experience that, that letdown. So if you're going to eat something that's not optimal for you, try to balance that out by having, by having a salad. Have a small salad that's going to help you out. There's also alternatives to something like a Burger King. You know, a lot. I, I list the top 10 restaurants for healthy eating across the country and some things to look out for, some things to avoid, because even at, you know, places that are, are fairly healthy, places like Panera and Jason's Deli and Noodles and Company, places like that, you're still going to run into some things that aren't, aren't what you want to be looking for. So I kind of provide a little bit of a breakdown as to why these places are, are, are good 
and when you're when you're there, what you should be looking for in terms of, of options. And there's even a lot of places now that are moving more organic, that are moving into more of a wholesome arena. And not that organic is a make or break um, solution, but it, it definitely it provides you some some better options when it comes to quality calories. Jamie, oh, go ahead, Jamie. Yeah, I was going to say, like, um, with me, choose, like, the chicken over, you know, like a cheeseburger, but make sure there's no mayo on the bread and try not to eat the bun. Just try to eat the chicken breast and cut it up and put it on the salad. Or, and for a side, like, choose the salad or a um, baked potato or some, some type of vegetable and not the fries. So try to stay away from the fried food as much as possible and choose mm -hmm. bottled water. You can, um, if you're ordering, like, a combo meal, you can... Um, choose salad instead of fries. All restaurants will let you do that. Instead of getting the soda, you can choose bottled water, which is nice. You know, I was just at Arby's. <laughs> so, uh, okay, let me, a little full disclosure. So I was just at Arby's on the way back. This? this was Sunday on the way back from the run, right? And, and I could, I asked the gal, I said, so I'll take the combo. I got a turkey, bacon, ranch, no ranch. I should have said no bacon, but you know it's bacon. So, uh, and I and it so turkey, a lot of turkey, very generous with it. And I said, "Is there anything else I can get besides the fries?" And she said, "You can get a salad." And I should have said yes. Yes, you, you said should no. Have. I said no. Where I took, was I when this was I took, happening? I took the you were uh, you'd gotten That's a Dr Pepper and headed back <laughs> out to the but to the car. But you know it was one of those opportunities for me, right? I should have said yes to the salad. I could have. I could have nibbled on that uh, on the way back. Now, I'm not a big fan of iceberg lettuce, um, you know, if I'm going to do a salad. You know, I have these, for me, so I have these moments of brilliance, right? So I'll, at work, I'll get, a, I'll make a spinach, romaine, uh, tomato, you know, mix in some hard-boiled eggs. I'll use bell peppers, uh, you know. I'll put salsa on it. I'll, I'll do baked or, or grilled chicken in there. I mean, some fantastic meal. And then I'll do some kind of knuckleheaded on the way home. <laughs> but it's the, but that's, that's what the average guy does, right? I mean, it's, it's, mm -hmm. a, it's a, you, you know, it'll be like, oh, I'll just pick up a burger. You know, I'll pick up a, and then it's like, oh, boy, those fries right. taste really good. And, and, and so... But do you know part of why that is, is because when you eat foods like that, your body begins to crave them. There's, mm -hmm. there's things in that processed food that makes your body crave those things. And you are literally hungry so shortly after eating them because they're empty and they're devoid of any nutritional value. One of the things I talk about on the blog is the fact that those foods not just what they have in them, but what they don't. I mean, they're lacking a lot of those nutrients and your body is starving for that. So when you eat that, even if it's a large portion of food that should fulfill your appetite, that should fill up that space, your body wants more than that. And so it's going to continue to crave that. And that's why the first few days and even weeks, if you're transitioning from, you know, a normal Western style diet into something that's more organic of something that's, that's more whole and natural, then your body has a struggle with that at first. It fights you because it wants those, those carbohydrates that aren't good for you. It wants those unhealthy fats. And you've got to just get yourself through that place. And now I'm at a place where, like over Christmas, I was at my sister's house and there was a dessert table, literally a, a table completely comprised of dessert foods. And my mom's like, oh, it's, it's Christmas. You can, have, you can have a cookie. I was like, I really, I don't want one. I just don't. 
And so you find yourself, you know, maybe not at that place or you can have a cookie. I mean, I'm not saying you can't have a cookie, but your body craves those things that, that aren't necessarily in its best interest. But as you start to remove those things, it, it really becomes a different, a different playing field for you physically because your body's getting the things that it needs. It's not going to, you're not going to have those, those cravings. Like do you ever at night, do you ever, it's like 10 o'clock. And oh, that's the worst time for me. Jamie and I talk about this all the time yeah. at, at work is, and we, you and I have both kind of committed nine o'clock, right? Nine we, o'clock cut off. We set a nine o'clock cut off and so far so good. Although Carrie, I think I was talking to you the other night and it was late and I was eating ice cream. Do you remember that? <laughs> I, yeah, yes. Or like, like, okay. Those things, and you've got to, I mean, even now there's still things that, oh, I want something salty or I want something sweet. Usually I'm just thirsty. Usually I need to just go get some water, but honestly those things happen and you've got to be able to manage them. And if you're, you're eating things that aren't, aren't wholesome and nutritious, your, your body's going to, it's, it's not going to react the way you want to, and you're going to have those moments. So the more you get off of that and part of how I'm going to cook with you is foods that you're accustomed to. So classic foods, chicken parmesans, um, things like like pastas, like comfort foods, things that I talk about all the time, spaghetti and meatball bakes, that's what I made the other night. Um, things that you you're familiar with. So it's not gonna be you know, eating clean isn't eating rabbit food. But I'm gonna make those classic recipes clean. Like tomorrow I'm gonna make chocolate cho- chocolate cupcakes. Now, granted, that doesn't mean you can have a dozen of them at a time just because Aww. they're I know, right? But they're they're very hearty and, and they're very yeah. they're delicious and they're more filling because they're comprised of things that are are more nutritious, have more nutritional value, um, and aren't processed. Right. Well, and I was gonna say about the processed food is they have so many food additives into them, like the fast food and box food, frozen foods that it actually increases your hunger and it decreases your leptin hormone, which tells you when you're full. So you won't ever know when you're full and you're always going to be hungry. Mm. So that's the bad thing about that. What about, hey guys, what about, and Jamie, let me throw this to you. Um, What about wheat bread, right? So Carrie, you mentioned white bread, but what about, uh, I know not all wheat bread is made uh, equal, right? There's some stuff that's sold as wheat, that's not really wheat. I mean, talk a little bit about that, Jamie. Well, you want the whole grain wheat. I mean, some wheat will just have like bleached wheat flour in it, but you want the whole grain, 100% whole grain wheat bread. Then you know it's true wheat bread. And even some breads will say multi-grain, and that's not um, 100% either. You want the 100% whole wheat. And then it's lower in glycemic too than the white breads and the just plain wheat breads. Somebody well, said, I, oh, I go, go actually, her. well, I was going to say, I, I actually go, I either make my own bread or I do like a live grain bread, something I have to actually keep in my freezer because there's, it's still a live grain. So like, Ezekiel bread's a great example of that. Um, those are great alternatives to a traditional wheat bread because it, it's, a, it's dense, it's hearty, it's um, amino acids galore. I mean, those are things that you just don't find in bread. Those Where are things you, you that, find in meat. Where do you find um, your bread? My my go-to spot, honestly, is Hy-Vee. I go to Whole Foods about really? once a month to get things. Okay, and um, Hy-Vee's my- our local grocery store here in the Omaha area, right? Yeah. It's just a regular grocery store. I'm sure Baker's would have it, too. Really? Baker's does, yeah. and you find it in the freezer section, which throws people a little bit. Okay. It, it is something that you've got to and, – and we talked about this last time. Um, whole foods, nutritional foods have a short shelf life because they're supposed to. Right. So right. these things got to be got to be kept in your freezer. They're not things that will stay in, in your cupboard very long because of that. So 
um, but it, it it's still it's a live grain. You know, eating things that are alive um, are going to have the most nutrients packed in them. So those are the kinds of things that you you want to be eating. Well, and it's amazing when you see like the whole wheat breads and you know multigrain bread, any type of bread in the grocery step. Um, shelf stores or grocery store shelves, most of it has high fructose corn syrup in it. It's unbelievable. I mean, you look at almost every single package. I only found one brand that doesn't. They all have it in there. But now really? Sara Lee is starting to make it like fructose corn syrup free. Wow. So yeah. you have to check for that too, right? You do. Read the label. The label's important. Yes. Yeah. And there's you know, labeling, packaging, marketing can be very misleading. You just have to read the labels and become aware of what it is. A really good rule of thumb, truly, <laughs> is the fewer the ingredients, the better. Yeah. And if you know what all of them are, that's that's even better. Because when you start getting into words that are way too long, that's a problem. That's if you can't good. pronounce it, that's probably not something that you want to eat. So the first three or four ingredients are the most important. So you want to really be mindful of that. But you really want to look for things that, yeah, I know what that is because you're going to be eating it. So think about this. I'm putting this into my body, so I, I better be pretty comfortable with what that means. Jamie, let me, oh, go ahead, Jamie. If it's a long name, that means they like really took a lot of the nutrients out and um, broke it apart, all like the amino acid chains and stuff, and your body can't even absorb it. No. Yeah, and, it and there's, doesn't I even mean, know what it is. No. After a certain point when you're eating these foods, which kind of goes back to that glycemic conversation, your muscle fibers might still absorb some of that, but it can't tell that it's absorbing it. Mm -hmm. um, there's just, it has adverse effects on your muscle fibers. It, it's really not the most um, optimal way of eating. And it's certainly not from a nutritional standpoint, whether you're an athlete, someone in like Jason's category that is going and doing some really intense things that, and he's probably burning through thousands more calories than the average person a day he's going to have a different nutritional value and, and, and nutritional need than somebody who's, who's not in that same space. The number of calories is important, but the value of those calories is even more important. Yeah, the, qual the quality of them. Hey, yeah. so I was sitting next to somebody. Where was I at? Um, anyways, he was eating Fritos, and I, and I was making a joke about him, and I, and I pulled the Fritos. And I, I don't know if you guys knew this, but Fritos have three ingredients. It's corn, corn oil, and salt. Huh. Um, all right, so I, I would think Fritos that would be bad, but according to some of the rules we just threw out, right? Uh, basic ingredients. I knew what all of them were. Um, you do realize that one of those words in those ingredients list was oil, right? I'm yeah, just gonna. Right. Well, but uh, not <laughs> not all was bad. But for, truly, corn is actually a far better alternative. Than, than something like wheat. So if, right. even if from a from a taco right. or, you know, I always get corn tortillas because corn is a lot less processed than flour and it's it's mm -hmm. also just better for you. So there's there's a lot of validity there. Jamie, any feedback on Fritos? <laughs> um, that's interesting. <laughs> you didn't know that, did you? Gotcha. No, I didn't. I got you, you nutrition Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> You've been waiting all week to drop that, haven't you? You've been keeping that in your back pocket. You were like, God, I can't wait to tell Carrie and Jamie about my Fritos discovery. My Fritos discovery. I, ah. I don't look at the chips. I'm like, ask me about the fruits and vegetables and proteins. And yeah. Well, so, but, but this is one of those, I, I think this is one of those interesting things, right? Because it is interesting. Fritos are gluten free, they're zero trans fats, right. no additives. 
Um, they're kosher, if that matters. Lactose-free, MSG-free, no onions. It doesn't matter. And they're soy-free. <laughs> they're, just giving the, they're just giving these lists of things right here on the nutrition. What are you reading? I'm at the Frito site, which is actually really well, helpful. You are. You're, you're, you're buying shares right now, aren't you? Okay. You're now. <laughs> You're now a stake a shareholder uh, for the Fritos organization. It's not Frito Wheaties Lays. for breakfast, it's Fritos. <laughs> yes. You know what, what I was I, I, love, thinking? I love Fritos in my chili, right? Fritos I mean, and peanut butter. Ooh. Okay. So what you did you say? Me out. I can't right. dessert with corn, that corn oil and salt. No preservatives. I mean, so these should be I mean, okay, but if I'm gonna have a chip, if I need to have chips, this would be better than a than maybe another kind of chip, right? If I'm oh make- yeah, I mean, relatively speaking, we're we're living in terms of like relativity. All the things that that we're talking about are, in a perfect world, this would be what you'd want to do. That's not always the reality, and there's obviously a sliding scale of living inside of this space. When I first started eating clean, I was not to the level that I'm at now. And there's a lot of people that live in a different space in that skill. It has to work for you. It has to work for you. It has to work for your family. You're going to have times when you're going to have to eat out. That's why these alternatives are so important because they give you options. But you at least want to try to make that attempt to be healthy in some capacity, whether it's portion control. So you get maybe you get the cheeseburger and fries, but you get the kid size. Um, or maybe it's I'm going to choose something different. I'm going to choose a grilled chicken wrap. And, and, you know, a lot of these places now have apple slices or they have mandarin oranges or they have a side salad. So there's alternatives to having those fries. You know, one of the things that came out of this um, Super Size Me documentary that was done a few years back, which was the guy that ate McDonald's every day for a month. Um, one of the statistics that came out of that was that French fries is the most consumed vegetable in the country. Oh. That's, that's mine. Not a vegetable. Because that's not a vegetable. <laughs> No. Well, it is, and but no, it's not. <laughs> it's and and when you, it's been so completely oh, true. altered. Not, I mean, at that point, <laughs> it's chemically been altered. I mean, it's no longer the the potato that it once right. was. And right. white potatoes, white potatoes are also very very starchy. And from a glycemic index standpoint, those are also off the charts. But you know, the point is, as we've become conditioned to believe that the portion sizes being offered by those restaurants are acceptable and are are necessary and. They're not. That's that's a lot more food than our bodies need to function. And there's downstream consequences. It's not just that meal. It's going to be subsequent meals you're eating throughout the day that, that that's going to have an adverse effect on. So it, everything that you eat, you really, really are what you eat. So you don't have to be perfect, but do do the best that you can so that you're making the right choices so that you're easing up on your body. There's a huge correlation between eating food with a low glycemic index and the top 10 killers of, of people in Western societies, things like fatty liver disease, things like strokes, heart disease, um, cancers of the reproductive organs. That's significant because it's not just about trying to lose weight or trying to be able to run a marathon in a faster pace. It's about living a longer life. So That's keeping right. those things in perspective is important. So yes, most of the people I talk to are like, oh, I want to lose 10 pounds or I really, I want to run faster. I want to do those things. Those are great short-term um, goals and, and certainly keep those in mind. But long-term, the things you're doing to help your body out um, have far greater significance because they're actually directly affecting your health and your well-being over the long-term. That's right. And eating um, like the fruits and vegetables, they'll help you feel better. You'll have more energy levels. And they have so many vitamins and minerals in it that it does help 
um, prevent heart disease and cancer and high blood pressure and strokes and um, diabetes. So there's a reason why you're supposed to eat so many fruits and vegetables and lean meats and whole grains. Mm-hmm. You know, let me encourage folks. So they've heard a lot of the, what we've talked about. And this has kind of been a theme, carry on the shows that we brought you on, um, the kind of the theme through it. Um, let me encourage folks, you know, take maybe one or two things at a time. Let it be a slow journey to nutrition. Now, if yes. you're eating out, if you're eating fast food out every day, that you can stop pretty quickly. Um, find some ways to stop You'll doing money that. Too. Yeah, yes. Find some ways to stop doing that. You know, all you really need to do is just pull the nutritional information from the fast food restaurant of your choice. Look at what you're eating and realizing that that burger is, you know, 1,200 calories. And that is a third of what you should have, maybe for most people, half of what you should have for the day. Um, right. But so start slowly, right? So if I'm, if I'm eating a diet rich in white starchy potatoes, maybe I go to sweet potatoes instead, right? That, w- that would be a good change, right? One right. for the yeah. other. Yeah. Um, yeah. Instead of fries, I get the salad. Exactly, or apple fries. Um, you know, for me, it was swapping out um, uh, salad dressing, ranch or Thousand Island are my two favorites, swapping those out with salsa. Uh, making minor changes a little bit at a time to, to make things better. I still need to tune and tweak uh, what I do. You know, um, you know, I had some Chinese food tonight. That wasn't probably the best. Um, no, it wasn't terrible, but it wasn't the best. I, I can still continue to make better choices. Uh, I'll, you know, and don't go. Here's be, there's the other temptation is to go to the grocery store. We talked about reading the labels. Listen, mm-hmm. you'll be there a month if you try to read the labels on everything yes. that you buy. Find one food at a time and say, okay, today I'm going to read the bread labels and spend an extra 10 minutes reading all the labels on the bread. Find the one that works for you, buy it, and then from there on out, continue to buy it, um, and you don't have to make that choice again, right? But don't try and do it all at once. We did that one time. Sarah and I did that, and I got crazy on the labels, and you know, every time I pick something up off the shelf, I'd read the label. She's like, come on already, you know? <laughs> Uh, so, you know, one thing at a time, right guys? Well, and truthfully, the thing to keep in mind too, is this is a lifestyle. It's not a diet. So if you have a day that's off, that's okay because it's not, you didn't ruin, you didn't ruin anything. And as endurance athletes, as a marathoner, it's, it, it's not a sprint, it's a marathon. So you're going to have good days. You're going to have bad days. What you want to be mindful of is that you have more good days than bad days. And over time, the good days will start to become more prevalent and that's going to be what's going to drive you. So be gentle with yourself. When you've got a, when you have a bad day, you have a bad day. It's okay. Shake it off. Tomorrow's going to come do better. And, and that's what it's about is not thinking that you've got to throw in the towel because one day you couldn't, you couldn't make all of the right decisions when you wanted to. So those days are going to happen. I mean, I'll be honest with you. The Super Bowl is on Sunday. I'm a huge Packers fan. And what do we know about people from, from Wisconsin? Cheese, bratwurst, like there's a lot going on there. Oh, beer. yeah. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. There's some calories going on this weekend. I, I mean, you, not to say that I'm going to go crazy, but you, you got to know yeah. that there's yeah. going to be times when you're going to eat things that you probably shouldn't. And you're going right. to do things <laughs> that under normal circumstances you'd rather not, but you're going to. And that's okay. And do it, deal with it, get past it. Don't let it be a reason to throw in the towel for the entire day and just have it be a free for all. Do better the next day, but don't, don't dwell on it. I mean, Jim, you're making great choices 
not every time you sit down to eat, but more often than you were before. And yeah. that's going to have and, a long And every day, effect. I just need to continue to make better choices. One better choice than I made the day before. Right. Um, so let's talk about that real quick because you, you two gals are going to be very instrumental in this challenge that, that uh, Carrie came up with. And, and Jamie, we haven't really told you about this, so a little bit of a surprise, but you're doing this anyways. So you, you'll okay. fit right in, right? So, so we've got, um, we got 12 or 13 weeks to May 1st, which is the, the uh, Lincoln Full Marathon. I've committed mm-hmm. to being lighter uh, at this marathon than I was before, and not just lighter, but eating better. And so over the next 12 weeks, Carrie and I are going to get together on the weekends. We're going to film some some better eating. She's going to school me on some stuff. And, I, and I'm going to weigh in each week. And i got to report that in right here on the podcast where I'm awesome. at in the progress. Um, and I'll also start tracking. And I did this once before using Daily Plate, right? So right. Is that Daily Plate? That's at Livestrong.com. So another yes. great tech reference there of... Of a, of a way to uh, track all your caloric intake. But we'll begin to track it, and I will uh, be accountable to the two of you. Uh, and you guys will nice. get to grill me on this. And we're going to watch my progress between now and May 1st. And then we'll, we'll talk a little bit about that post-race uh, in Lincoln Marathon. So I think it will give everybody a good opportunity. On the podcast, we'll talk about how the week went a little bit. We won't dwell on it. like We, you know, we won't probably give this much time to it each, each and every week. But... Um, I will report a little it. Little recap. Yeah, yeah. Right. We'll we're talk about that. So, you, Jamie, uh, you're you hold me accountable during the day, and Excellent. you, you, Carrie, uh, have to hold me accountable in the evenings on Skype. No <laughs> problem. And uh, and we're gonna see if we can, you know. Now I've, you know, I'm down thirty from two years ago. Right. Um, right. I, we figured I need to lose another ten or fifteen, really, to be at a better uh, running weight for for what I do for the marathon. So, so the running challenge is in effect starts tomorrow night. If you're listening to this live or later in the recorded nice. version, um, you can follow the track. We'll be doing. I'll be doing a little blogging about it as well. I'll be sending updates. Those updates will go to my personal running blog. So theaverageguy.me is where I track all my personal stuff when it comes to running and, and things like that. And and we'll put some links to it uh, at theaverageguy.tv as well. So that is coming up. So ladies, uh, you can. I'm giving you full permission to just tear me apart. Awesome. Yeah. Oh. I love it when that happens. Be, be, nice. <laughs> be nice. It'll be good. I'm looking forward to it. It'll be, it'll be a great example of, of how the average guy can do this stuff and we'll talk about tips and I'll, I'll share my successes and my failures. I'll be honest when I fail. Um, Mm -hmm. and, and hopefully it'll help somebody along the way. Great. Carrie, I do have a question for you. Um, what do you do for pasta? Do you make your own pasta or is there a certain brand that you like? That's a really good question. So I, my new thing that I've been buying a lot of, and I don't eat, I'll be real honest. I don't eat a ton of, of, of pasta. Uh Um, I like to get my carbs from, from more of complex sources, but um, I've been getting the um, spinach whole wheat pasta, so it's green, and it's mm-hmm. spaghetti. Um, I also get some gluten-free stuff from time to time just to kind of keep that out, um, but it's it's not a requirement. I don't have a gluten sensitivity. But it's, it's the brands. Oh, gosh. You're putting me on the spot with that part. Um, you know, I don't know the name of the, I, most of my pastas, I, I will say I buy those at Whole Foods. They have great selections at Hy-Vee. Um, there's definitely options there, but um, I do get a lot of those whole wheat things. I eat a lot of quinoa. 
So um, that kind of replaces even oatmeal for me. Um, it'll replace my steel cut oatmeal sometimes and replaces a lot of my brown rice. Um, so that's one because it's actually it is gluten free and it's it's not a, um, a, a carb. It's actually in the, the leafy green uh, category. So that's one of the things that I do to substitute. But I can I can do some research and provide that so Jim can can pop it out there so people can see the the types of, of uh, pastas that I do eat when I go out and buy them. Cool. And Carrie, we're going to be tied to your blog as well through this this whole process. You and I will be sharing yeah. some of these posts and and uh, the results of that. So as you you continue to do a great job on your blog of giving folks ideas on how to do this, and you're just kind of making some of this stuff up as you go along. You're taking really good principles I do, and yeah. kind of mixing things together. So I, I do. I yeah. run into people and I say, "What what's something that you really like?" I made the other night a baked spaghetti and meatball casserole, and just I just kind of make it up as I go. Um, and that generally works really well for me. I know what I like. I kind of know what my kids like. So it works out really well for me to, to, to follow that. Um, but there's some really great resources out there for, for clean recipes and, and some creative ways to do that. I hide vegetables in my kids' food. I put pureed vegetables directly into things. I will literally make, if I really pushed for time, I, I get the, it's an organic macaroni and cheese. And I will put a fourth of a cup of pureed cauliflower, um, and sweet potatoes directly into it and mix mm. it up. So they're getting really fortified nutrition on top of, you know, having some organic pasta and, and they have no idea. I, I do a lot of that. That's one of my favorite broccoli and cauliflower. I could just eat that all day. I don't know why. Well, we've, we've talked about my cauliflower mashed potatoes. That's, yeah. that's right. Really right. Yeah. That's a great way to, I should sneak those in one time and see if my kids. They will. Today. I promise you they won't. They won't. They won't know. Today, um, someone brought in a cauliflower pizza crust, homemade. It was oh, wow. delicious with cheese, and you would think it was like cheesy bread. It was so good. Really? Yeah, and I got the recipe. Yeah. Oh, good. There's, well, Jamie, maybe uh, maybe you can get that posted to the to that the, sounds uh, great. The I can do guy that. that. That TV. Well, guys, um, we're over our time at this point. Um, Carrie, anything else that you wanted to add uh, into what we're doing here um, from this post perspective? No, I'm excited about the challenge. I think it's going to be important that people get a real world perspective on what it means to eat clean from an average person's viewpoint because yeah. you and don't the have to guy. live it. And, you know, we talked about the, the controversial, dare I say it, homemade protein bars. Um, we, you know, we, we talked about that too. There's ways to make it work for you. And, and my whole rule of thumb, and I work with people all the time on their nutrition, I'll teach you the basics. I'll teach you kind of the, here's the, what you should be looking for. And here's how you should be looking to implement it in your life. And then I really put it in your hands to do because it is your life. You've got to make those choices. And if I just tell you what to eat, there's a very small chance that you're going to be able to stick to it. So it's got to work for you. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Right on. Jamie, anything else you want to add to the to that? Um, just take good... it one step at a time. Don't get overwhelmed with everything. Yeah. Just start with incorporating as many vegetables as you can and drinking water, replacing that with your drinks. Yeah, and good God, don't starve yourself. No, no. don't. No, there's, there's lots of good calories out there. The way the trick to lose weight is not starving yourself. So, you need calories to burn calories. Yeah, you, you really do. So, well, good stuff. Well, if you've got a comment on anything we talked about tonight, uh, you'd like to weigh in on that, you'd like to tell us your story, um, you'd like to, to blog about your story, we, you, you can do that. You can send me an email, uh, podcast at theaverageguy.tv. 
um, if you have any questions for the ladies um, and uh, around nutrition, um, you can visit Carrie. Just go out to Carrie A81 at blogspot.com. At least for this week, we're going to get that fixed and get you a shorter URL um, coming up here. We won't we won't talk about that though until we get that actually working, um, and uh, we'll get that um, that information over to Carrie. Um, you know what, guys? I made um, I, I was out at iTunes the other day, and I did a search on fitness tech. Uh, so uh-huh. if you just go to the store and type in fitness tech, this, the, the first pod deck, podcast to come up is ours, and it's got a picture of Carrie running. The picture uh, made oh, it to, to, to uh, iTunes. I'm infamous. infamous. You are. You are infamous. And um, so if you're an iTunes listener and you have yet to go out and subscribe to the podcast, go out um, to the iTunes store, type in fitness tech. And you can subscribe right there. Um, boy, guys, the numbers have been great. So I just want to say thanks to the listeners. Uh, this has gone faster from a numbers perspective than I ever anticipated. Um, and we're getting some real faithful listeners out there who are downloading it each and every week. Um, we would like some feedback on, on uh, how we're doing and what we're talking about and, and things maybe you'd like to hear. Or if you'd like to get involved with what we're doing here and you've got a story to tell, just let me know, podcast at TheAverageGuy.tv. Ladies, it's late on a Friday night. I do appreciate you guys coming out so late. Although this, I think all three of us, I don't know about you, Jamie, but we're all night owls. Awesome. I'm a night yeah, owl, for sure. Yeah. We, I, it, I can catch Carrie on uh, on Skype just about any time in the evening, and I, I don't get to bed. But this Friday night podcast worked well. Appreciate anybody who came out and listened in the Ustream. By the way, um, when we do these special podcasts, you can listen to us live, and oftentimes I tweet that out in advance. Um, on my Twitter account, twitter.com forward slash Jake Collison, and you can follow and find out what's going on. Ladies, you have a great weekend. I know we've all got long runs, I think, scheduled, uh, or at least long workouts scheduled for the weekend. Oh, right? yeah. Half yeah. marathon tomorrow. Really? O'clock. A half marathon. Think, think of me. Think oh. of me at one o'clock as you're. Are you going to do indoors? Yes, we'll be at my okay. track. So 104 laps. You got a clicker that you use to keep track, or do you do that? I okay. do. I have a clicker, so I'll yeah. be. That would be tough. Well, another low-tech solution, right? That's just one I know, of those mechanical clickers. With the tech podcast is the clicker, yeah. Yeah, well, it's great. And I mean, you don't. Awesome have those moments you go, did I just click it twice? Oh, <laughs> yes. Add another one automatically. Yeah, where we sometimes work out at the fitness center down at the lead center here in Bellevue. Um, they have a seven miles to, or I mean, seven laps to a mile. And, and I have had that exact feeling at times. It's like, oh, crap, did I click it? Did I forget? Did Because you get in the zone and you just forget. But, but at least it helps you um, get around. So, and then, um, James, you've, you've got, uh, you got some more stuff scheduled for the weekend, right? Some elliptical and some treadmill stuff? Yes, both okay. of those. Mm-hmm. Good. Well, tomorrow, 1 o'clock, I'm at the fitness center at Gallup. Uh, I've got a 10-miler. Um, scheduled, so I'll, I'll get on the treadmill, crank it out. Hopefully, my legs will. Uh, I thought you're doing that at two. I needed to move it up because I got to get out to Carrie's oh. place at six, so we can start filming uh, and, and do some some video for that. That'll take us a couple days to produce, and so maybe by the time you're listening to this podcast, those videos uh, will be available. We'll shoot for early next week um, to have them out. Oh so if the weekend goes well, maybe even by Sunday night, that would be. That'd be kind of fun. It just depends on how much we have to edit. So good, good stuff coming. Um, cool. So, well, work tonight to get this out, ladies. Have a great evening. Thanks for joining us. And that's the Fitness Tech Podcast for the weekend. You guys have a great weekend. Thanks. See ya.
Okay, so we'll talk about Trek. I want to bring up uh, the the Frozen Burrito. I want to. I just love the name of that race. That's awesome. Uh, you know what I'm talking about, Jamie, right? Yeah. So okay. you're signed up for that, right? Uh, and I haven't paid yet, but oh, I, okay. I will do that here shortly. We're gonna try and get some Mud Mafia folks on board. Carrie, for that. are you doing the Frozen Burrito? Yeah, I'm doing the. Yeah, I'm doing. Uh, yeah, of course. Is that you, the Neely, right? That's the yeah. Neely. Yep, Neely yeah. Oak. Uh, let's see, Neely. You you had Oak me Gale. at burrito. Let's be honest. When, hey, when any, you said burrito, I was <laughs> anybody that'll name the race the frozen burrito, you gotta run it. It's awesome. I, Anyways, let's not give it away. We'll talk about it when we get there. Oh. It's, it's gonna be an awesome run, and it's not very long. So I mean, it's like I, four I think, miles. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a little over four. Um, Carrie posted. Um, Carrie's got a post. Uh, from an ultra distance athlete, we're going to talk a little bit about that, and then I'm um, at Carrie. We're going to go to your post at the end where we talk about fast food. and You can drill me on um, my eating habits. Yeah, we're going to talk about that, Jim. We're going to yeah. get really, really into the the eating habits that you have. Yeah, they, you know they got better this week. And I, I would like to think, I would like to think that I had something. Well, you talked my ear off the whole way to Kansas City. <laughs> yes, because you needed to, you and, and Dan and the Pop-Tart debacle. We're not even going <laughs> oh, to no. go into that. Dan bought Pop-Tarts at the convenience store right before the race. And I almost had a heart attack. I almost had, a, and then Jim buys hard-boiled eggs in a container. They were with, awesome. Like, yes, from a, from a really sketchy <laughs> side, like, Convenient. Yeah, it was not Jamie. It was not pretty. It was. They were good. Yeah. I was like, I'm not running with you if you throw up on Ooh. me. <laughs> not like that guy that threw up behind me on the race. That you know that that that. <laughs> At least it wasn't on you. Yeah, that groundhog run um, drew a lot of folks that were not ready to run. Oh God. And yeah, there was some. <laughs> <laughs> there was some heaving going on for sure. It was. Yeah, too, it was uh, yeah. loud too. <laughs> it's like wow! I, at one point, it was so loud. I turned, you know, just oh running, my God. just running like crazy. And I turned to the person next to me. I'm like, can you believe that? <laughs> so loud. It was just crazy. 